Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Alex. And I'm Bryce. This show is all about exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season we're studying Nicomachean Ethics by Aristotle, and this past week we studied Book 1. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season and read along with us. So, Alex, for our mental check, how have you been doing this week? Uh, actually, this week was really good. I was thinking about this because um, last week last week was awful, uh, and I, I talked about that. Uh, but this week was really, really good, and I have I have some thoughts on why it, it was good. One of those things, um, I didn't have as many exams. I'm not one to get super stressed about exams, but... Uh, last week it it really got to me and then this week I feel like I I got more done I feel like I was just in more of the groove of things um, and and I just felt better about things and and I think there are a few reasons for that one uh, the biggest one that I think is that I was I was taking action and I was I was doing things I was more active and uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that because because it's something Aristotle talks about. Um, and so, yeah, this week, actually, I was I was a lot, a lot happier. Um, I know last week you said that you had a lot of ups and downs. What was this week like for you? Um, kind of the same. It was just kind of, well, I, it was definitely a lot more just flat <laughs> than, than ups and downs. Um, it was just kind of stuck in the middle. Um, and I've got some, some goals that we'll, that we'll cover in the physical um, just so that we can, I can say my whole plan at once instead of chopping it up. Um, I've got some goals that I'm going to set for this week that... Um, I'm, I'm hoping that will really help get me going and uh, make this week and the following weeks become better and better. Um, so on that note, Alex, your physical goals. Um, okay, so my physical goals were really uh, about using my jump ropes, which I didn't at all this week. So I guess I, I, guess I failed my physical goals. However, um, I, I did... I did do a lot of walking. Um, having having this Fitbit has been very interesting. So I've still been, I've I've still been physically active and and generally as physically active um, as uh, you know as I was on the days when I used my ropes. Um, I just did it more just through walking. Um, I I've done probably an average of three hours of walking every day. Uh, that's when I listen to the audiobook. That's when I listen to podcasts. Uh, that's when I call friends. And so I think I've done okay, but I definitely failed on on my goals. Um, what about what about you? How'd your I know specifically you said you were going to be doing 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups, which I apologize I did not follow up with you on but I want to hear a little bit um about about how that went about how your plans went so it went absolutely terrible <laughs> um and I think I figured out why because I said I'm gonna do 10 sit-ups and 10 push-ups every morning 
Now, the problem is, is that I have at least two hours every morning before or after our walk and before I get ready for work. So when I go and say, um, I'm going to go and do push-ups in the morning, well, it's a two-hour period of time that I don't know when I'm actually planning on doing it. If I'm tired in the morning and I get home from our walk, I'm just going to sit down and not do anything, and then I become really lazy until I have to get ready for work. So I never end up doing it. So this is where my plan comes in, and I was talking to you, Alex, about it um, earlier, but what I'm going to do is I figured out that uh, um, for the most part, I get home from our walk at uh, 6.15. So if I work out right right when I get home at 6.15 for 15 minutes until 6.30, um, then I will rotate sets of 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups. And I'm going to keep track of it um, because, I mean, some some days I might have only 10 minutes until 10.30 to, to do these, so I won't have as much time. So I'm going to keep track of how many I'm doing and how much time I spend doing it. Um, so that's that's the first part of, of my goal, and that would be the physical goal. Um, but uh, your brain is a muscle as well. Um, so I'm also going to be, I've got, I've got a number of, of books that I want to read. And so for two 45 minute periods, I'm going to read two different books every day. Um, because that will bring me to eight o'clock when I can get ready for work and then I leave for work. And then when the afternoon comes around, just because we're trying to improve ourselves and really trying to, to look at what we can do in life um, to gain more happiness, to be more respected, to do this and do that. Um, so what I'm going to be doing is I've spoken about doing meal plans and stuff, and I have definitely gotten better on doing that. Um, but what I'm going to end up doing is every single day um, at 7 p.m., for the next half an hour, I'm going to review my budget and I'm going to review my grocery list and my meal plan and make sure that I am keeping on track with that. Um, so it just allows me to get in, get into a good habit. Um, and then at 730, uh, I go on a walk with my roommate. Um, and sometimes it depends on, on the day. Uh, sometimes our walks are just an hour long. They're probably an average of an hour, um, but we've had a few days like yesterday where we went on a two-hour long walk. So those those are kind of my goals, and I'm really just trying to throw myself into it, just trying to focus on changing everything, because I have found that I've I've tried doing this in the past where I do one small thing and it just it just doesn't work for me. So I want to just kind of throw myself under the bus and just go for it. Before we move on. Um, I wanted to make a suggestion. I was going to do this later, but I feel like this is a, a pretty good um, time to kind of bring it up. In, or, in order to help us keep on track of these things, um, I was thinking it might be a good idea to, on Mondays, uh, do like a, a mental health check-in kind of on Reddit and just kind of talk about what we're going to do for this week to to improve our mental health and and to improve ourselves that way 
And then on Wednesday, I call that mental Monday. And then on Wednesday, we can do weeding Wednesday, where we where we talk about um, reading and and what we're reading. And it can be from the book we're studying for the show or one of the books that you're studying separately. Um, and then Friday, we can do physical Friday and kind of jump into a little bit more how our physical goals have gone that week. Um, and I was going to make it a uh, whizzical Wednesday, and then I realized that was maybe taking the baby talk too far. So it's weeding Wednesday and physical Friday and uh, mental Monday. What do you think of like doing that just for like consistency's sake? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that would be a, a great idea because um, then that, that keeps us, uh, that definitely keeps us accountable. On, on those things. Yeah. So I think that's something that we'll, we'll figure out how we're going to implement it. And, and then hopefully this week we can just kind of jump into it and, uh, and start working that way. Um, but yeah, sorry, please, please continue. We'll, we'll flow into the book now. So in, in book one, uh, some of the things that I found cool and like something that, that I would like to discuss is, I kind of chose a few key words or phrases here. And so one was honor. It's, I, I find it very interesting how, how he talks about honor and how it's created. Um, another one is blind obedience. Um, then what, what is your why? So this is a question to, to think about. Um, when you do everything really is what is your why? Why are you doing this? Because if you if you start with why, that's actually one of the books that I um, I've actually previously studied and I wanna I want to study it again. Um, but if you if you start with why, then you have a, a really good grasp on the reason why you're doing something and it will kind of stick to you a bit better and you will actually do it. Um, as long as like, I mean, there's other key factors that have to fall in place, but why is always a good place to start. I, I found a little bit in here kind of talking about, um, education, how that falls into place with your happiness, with honor, with judging people, um, and with good. And then one thing that I found at the very beginning of the book is everything is aimed at good. Um, so, Alex, I'm curious on what are what are some of the things that you found during your second read in book one? So, during my read, um, something that something that I noticed was a common theme, um, and I kind of mentioned it um, earlier was activity. Um, was was how activity affects us and how activity can help us uh, be be more virtuous. I'm not sure, uh, I couldn't find this exact quote in the written book, but it was in the audiobook, um, in that translation at least. Uh, it says, activity is what gives life its character. And I thought that was really interesting um, because I know, uh, frankly, uh, the reason that I have so many podcasts is because it's something for me to do. It's something that um, fulfills this hole inside of me uh, that, that sits there wondering, you know, what is the meaning of all of this? Well, um, 
meaning that that character that purpose that intention the why that you were talking about um for me that's delivered through this activity so i really liked that thought um i also want to talk a little bit about the forms because aristotle um mentions them kind of briefly in here uh, the forms i think we've talked about them maybe a little bit on the show if not i think we've had a conversation about it it's the it's the perfect thing and this is an idea um kind of best introduced by plato uh specifically when he talks about the allegory of the cave is is uh and in in the republic as well um it's talking about these forms and and it's it's basically one example he gives is it's the chariest of chairs it's the most chair-like chair and i just um i think that's an interesting idea to think about the perfect version of something right what is the the perfect version of of you and you know we we've talked about this a little bit just how um, how I want to make myself into this form of myself and to um, and and to seek after that ideal version um, and not in a way that that makes me vain or unhealthy hopefully but in a, in a way that fulfills me uh, which was kind of the the third thing that I got out of this was the fulfillment of one's purpose um, and and let me see if I can find a a good a good quote here. Um, da, da, da. Um, okay, so he talks a little bit about it here. Uh, he says, "For just as in the case of the Alos player, the sculptor and every expert, and in general with those who have a certain work and action, the relevant good." and the doing of something well seem to reside in the work. So too, the same might be held to be the case with a human being, if in fact there is a certain work that is a human being's. So he starts asking this, this question about uh, what is the purpose of a human being? Um, and, and it kind of, it goes into an interesting discussion. Um, and, and I'd like to share more of that quote a little bit later on. But um, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting, an interesting insight and, and idea um, to, to, to have presented is, is what is the purpose of a human being? We know what the purpose of a sculptor is. The purpose of a sculptor is to sculpt, but what is the purpose of a, a human being? And um, may, maybe that's a good good question to jump off our discussion with um so do you want to jump into that bryce and then we can jump into your questions after yeah absolutely so it's it's interesting that you actually bring this up what the what the purpose of a human being is um because i've had a i've had a few discussions uh about kind of what we're what we're doing here um and I've I, I've thought about it, and it's like, well, we're we're supposed to like we need to improve ourselves. Like, what is the point of of us being here 
if if we don't improve ourselves and if if we don't improve society as a whole um and and one thing that i was actually talking to a friend of mine about uh he's he's in med school and i i unfortunately can't remember the the term for this but there's two two different types of um ways to have children <laughs> in a sense so there's way one where you just have a whole ton of kids and hope that some some of them survive um and then there's way two where you have one kid you nurture that kid you've raised them and then hopefully like when they go on their own they do something good with their life um and so it was an it was an interesting conversation to to have because I I had made a joke and I'm I'm like so basically what you're saying is that I've just got to have as many kids as as possible and hopefully one of them turns out right. Um, and he said no. He like this the smarter way to do it is is make sure that you uh, care for your your kids to so that they can provide something good to society and I totally agree with that me saying have as many kids as possible was definitely a joke <laughs> um but uh anyways so so that's kind of what what I've what I've thought about about being a human is doing good improving ourselves like because if you want to be a sculptor sculptor obviously you you have to practice right if if you don't do anything um to improve your skill of sculpting then you're not going to be a good sculptor right so to be a good human that's kind of what we want to find right uh cuz we want we need to find our purpose in life and how we can improve ourselves and really that's that's in the end is what we're searching here through through doing this but honestly i think everyone's going to have a different definition um there's a reason why in this book it it like it doesn't specifically say it but it implies that there's good in everything um because i mean in a sense if someone views money as good then well, whatever they do to acquire their money is considered good to them because money is good. Right. If that if that's their final final good. Yeah. So and I, that that brings up the the question um, of yours that I'll actually ask you is what is your final good? You know, that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. Um, trying to figure out. Uh, like I mentioned before, uh, with podcasting, like it's it's something I do to try and fill this space, to do this activity, to to participate and to to find ways to grow and to learn. Um, and so, what is what is my final good? Um, I really don't know. I mean, that's that's a big reason why um, why I suggested we do this show together is so that we can find. Um, that truth, right? I think I think the final good is 
is is probably um, the 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 truth that we're thinking of. The old goal of truth is that final good, that final thing that we're searching for. Um, and and maybe if somebody did like a psychoanalysis of me, they might be able to tell uh, what um, they might be able to tell what I view as my final good they might be able to be like oh yeah alex's final good is fame and wealth um which i don't think it is but maybe um yeah what is my final good well i guess i kind of just see us being here um on on earth just hanging out uh have no idea what what is going on um and and probably pretty lost and and so i guess my final good is to become the best human being um the best person and to take full advantage of of being human and i think that's come to light in my life more recently in the past few years as i've taken advantage of more experiences and I've gone outside of my comfort zone more, um, and I've I've allowed myself to engage in things and just kind of view myself as participating in this thing called life, and and it's been an interesting experience. And so I'm still not sure what my final good is, and I think that's probably where um, some of my own like mental struggles, you know, being concerned with things probably comes from. But I I think I'm on the way there. And I think this podcast is part of that. Um, so then with with that, what's your final good? It's so through through having conversations with with you every day, um, and through having conversations with with my my roommate every day, because we we go for a walk in the evening. I mean, I haven't found it, and I mean, I would love to find it, but at the same time, I don't think I ever will find, like, that final good, um, or at least, like, in a sense, reach it, and I mean, if I reach it, then, I mean, maybe there's something better than than that, right? I I know, like, you and I, we were talking one day, and and you were saying, you're like, in the end, you're going to die alone, like, that's just how it is, right? So you've got to be okay with being alone. Um, and and I was I was thinking about it yesterday, and I I agree with that, and in a sense I disagree with that. Um, I agree with it because yeah, absolutely. Like you do have to be okay being alone with yourself. Um, because I mean, even if you end up getting married, um, and having 10 children, well, one, there will probably be a point where you do want to be alone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, but two, if, if say you went on a business trip and you were gone for a week, right? Well, you're alone for a week, all, all on your own, right? And yeah, sure. It's, it's only a week when... I mean, you spend years with your wife and your children and stuff, right? Um, but, like, I definitely agree with, like, you gotta be okay with, with being alone with yourself. 
Um, and so my final good is kind of being satisfied with, with myself and where I'm at. Um, but also, also taking pride in, in my work. And like, as I've said, I want to go into psychology and become a counselor, um, to help others and, um, and help them find basically their final good and where they can go in life and, and take, um, the opportunities they, they have, um, and so it's kind of a, it's an interesting balance of, I want to find success in myself and I want to find success in others through myself. Um, but like it's, um, Douglas and I were actually talking about the, this last night is it's a level of pride, but I want to stand at, I called it pride in humility. Um, where you can be proud of yourself, where you're like, hey, I, I did something really good, but I couldn't have done it without this person's help. Right. Right. Yeah. You can be proud of yourself. You can be happy with what you've done, but it's being, being kind of humble about it and saying, you know, I don't need to go around telling every single person basically that, hey, I'm better than you. Right. Because that is, that is pride. Right. right. That that's the pride that people talk about to stay away from is That's yeah, that's the toxic pride. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um so so what what I'm trying to find and that this is why I really want to spend so much time actually getting into my books and reading them is and um but not I mean like obviously I'm going to share them over the podcast and stuff and share what I've learned. Um and like, I want to share what I've learned with other people, but there are some things that it's like, I, I want to keep it to myself. Um, like I want to show that people can succeed by doing certain things. Um, but I don't want to just show that I've succeeded. It's kind of like this weird balance hmm. in between the two. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I know what you're saying about being proud of yourself, but not not flaunting it, right? And that kind of goes back to what I was saying about um, vanity, about, you know, forming yourself into this ideal version of, of you, of, of a human being, but not, not diving into vanity and just being a jerk. Yeah, so basically it's like what I want to do is I want to become successful and show other people how they can become successful as well. Because there's a lot of successful people out there that are just like, hey, look at me, I'm successful. But they don't share with us how they did it, right? Right, right. Well, and there are so many um, so many different different ways to do it. And I, I think um, that's, that's why I ask, what is your final good? Because, okay... Well, somebody's sharing with me their version of success. I get those ads on YouTube all the time. Let me show you how I made $5,000 in the first week of doing this. I And I, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in a get-rich-quick thing. That's not my final good, right? Uh, money is nice, but Aristotle even talks about this in here, is that money is a means, Money is a means to your final good, to your end. And if your end 
is is having that popularity, that ability to buy whatever you want, that ability to all of these things. Um, one thing he he says, uh, he talks about self-sufficiency. Um, and, and I think what he says, uh, let me double back here a little bit. He says, um, um, we do not mean by, by self-sufficient what suffices for someone by himself living a solitary life, but what is, self -suf but what is sufficient also with respect to parents, offspring, a wife, and in general, one's friends and fellow citizens, since by nature a human being is political. And political in this sense basically means social, interacting with, with other human beings and, and uh, communicating with them. But then he says, as for the self-sufficient, we posit it is as that which by itself makes life choice-worthy and in need of nothing, and such is what we suppose happiness to be. Um, so basically it, it's the idea of not needing anything, not having those worries, not having, um, any hunger, uh, whether physical or emotional, mental, spiritual. Um, it talks a lot about the, the soul in here and having that satisfied soul. And there are a lot of different philosophies that can give you different ways to do it. Um, but that's kind of um, what what he's meaning when he talks about being self-sufficient and and how money is a, a means to become, at least in part, um, a very public part of becoming self-sufficient. If, if you want to be truly happy, like you, you said that basically you don't need anything, right? And I can, I can agree with that, right? You are satisfied with what you have. And when it, come, when it comes to money, it's like, well, if, if, you, if you want money so that you can buy whatever, whatever you want, well, then you need money, right? And I mean, like one day, yeah, it would be fantastic if the only reason why I needed money was for food and electricity, right? Um, and those sorts of things where it's like, I'm sorry, but this is never going to end. You will always need money for this, right? <laughs> um, and I mean, in a, in a sense, if I were to live on an acreage and I had a, a cow for some milk and um, a sheep for some, some wool <laughs> and those sorts of things, then okay, fine, right? But it's something where it's like, where do you draw that line? Right, right. And I think that's why Aristotle brings in the idea of, of still needing other people, right? It's not just that you're totally alone, um, but you have the people that you need in your life as well. Um, and actually that, that, reminds me of a podcast I was listening to. Um, it was an episode of The Art of Manliness. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but he, he uh, Brett McKay, who, who hosts the show, um, he interviewed uh, a guy who, who is off-grid, and, and he talks about off-grid living. And um, one of the things that he, he talks about is it's, it's about just meeting your needs, about um and there are different ways to do it you might be interested in it um even if you love technology like i do 
Um, like this guy, he has an online business, but he lives, you know, kind of off grid, um, or at least, uh, what did he call it? He, he had some other term for it, but it was interesting. Um, and so, uh, with, with that, I kind of, I, I want to jump, um, onto an, another question. Cause I think we could debate all day. What is our final good? And I, like, like we mentioned, it's going to be individual for everybody. Everybody has a different final good. Um, so I want to ask another question, uh, Bryce, of you. How how do we add beauty to life? Because uh, I think that that's a, a big component, and that's something uh, mentioned a little bit in here. You know, one, one thing that I've found about um, adding beauty in life is just kind of adding the simple things. Um, I, I've really enjoyed going on, on both my walks in the morning and in the evening. And, um, I enjoy the morning ones a little bit more. That's, that's only because, um, it's so quiet. Like we're, we're out at 5 a.m. No one else is doing that. (laughs) Um, I mean, currently, uh, there's a lot of people who are still working from home, and if they want to go on a walk, they go on a walk in the middle of the day, right? Like, they don't even have to wake up until 7, 8 a.m. Um, and I mean, yeah, there's still some people out there that are waking up at 5 a.m. Um, but it was just kind of one of those things that, that I've thought about, um, just kind of keeping it simple. And that's, that's what I really want to do. Um, I, I want to find the, I guess in a sense, it's like, that's kind of my final good too, or part of it is I want to kind of find that simple beauty that's in life, right? I want to be able to take the time to, to recognize how awesome some things are, right? Like, I mean, you look at the sunrise every morning and I mean, I've, I don't know anyone who would say that, oh, I hate the sunrise and I hate the sunset. (laughs) I mean, if there's someone out there, that's totally fine. Um, but I personally don't know anyone who, who says that, right? And, and personally, I love it. I, I think they are beautiful. And that's, that's just a nice way to add beauty into your life is just being outside, I like that. Um, and I think that simplicity, um, it's, it's really something, it's something for the soul. And I know I've shared a lot of quotes here, but I just, I just found a lot of insight in this, in this section of the book. Um, he says in, in chapter 13 of book one, he says, we mean by virtue distinctive of a human being, not that of the body, but that of the soul. And by happiness, we mean an activity of the soul. Um, and I think we can find that happiness in those simple, quiet moments. And, and I think if you let yourself, um, whether you buy into the kind of metaphysical um, stuff or you just think that you're a human being, I think we can kind of uh, role with the idea of a soul like there is something um, to us uh, that we're aware of our needs and we're aware so acutely 
of how complex the universe is. And I think that part of our soul, we can let open up and, and we can let ourselves indulge a little bit in those simple moments, in that sunrise, in the, in the quiet hours of the morning, or in the quiet hours of the evening, if you're, if you're a night owl. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like your, your thoughts on that, on, on that simplicity. Do you, before, before we wrap it up with how we're going to improve, um, do you want to dive into the other things we have written down? Um, so basically my question, uh, for the both of us and, and you can definitely go first and share, share your thoughts on it is, what's uh what what's the line of being too good so basically now we're almost going past our final good and finding that what's being too good i don't i don't think there is um i think the the final good is final that's that's the ultimate purpose for all of it um so i i don't think i know later in the book he he dives into the virtues versus the vices um but I think the good, that happiness, um, that final good, um, I, I think if, if you're going past it, then you haven't found your final good yet. Um, that at least the way that I've been reading this and understanding what is meant by the word good. Um, what about you? What are your thoughts? Um, so I, I actually find that that really cool and um you're you're totally right one thing that that it does say in the book is that good is more than just one concept it's it's not this universal thing it's it's multiple different things um so i i think you're totally right with saying that like if if you think that you've gone past your final good and you're being too good um, then you haven't actually reached your actual final good yet. Um, and totally, you're definitely right. Um, in, in my mind, when, when I think about being too good, and I spoke about this in our last episode too, so I'll be, I'll be brief on it. But what, what I was thinking about is like, if you spent, like if you give all your money to a homeless person so that they can become not homeless, well, you have no money for you to not be homeless, right? Um, so it's like kind of kind of that that line um, as well. So I think I think that just goes to show that there's there's definitely more than one type of good. Yeah, and I, I think I think what you're getting into is is talking about the virtues, um, which we'll dive more into. Um, next week, um, but uh, this this week, and maybe um, maybe we can tie two questions in here, Bryce. Um, what are you doing to make the most of your circumstances? Something uh, from the book was the happy man makes the most of his circumstances. So, what are you doing to make the most of your circumstances? And uh, what actions will you take this week to improve, including those ones that we? already talked about in the uh the physical section of the show um so for 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 my improvements and kind of what i'm doing to take advantage advantage of my circumstances um one is (laughs) 
being totally honest here, um, I it kind of bugs me when when someone goes up to you and says, "Oh well, take advantage of this opportunity of the circumstances that you're in to do this and this and blah blah blah." Um, and I mean, yeah, you're totally right. You should definitely do it, but. I mean, when someone just comes up to you and be like, and and says, "Hey, you're in quarantine and have nothing to do. You should just study like med school stuff." And it's like, well, why would I do that, right? Um, <laughs> I I think like for for me, be becoming a happy person and taking advantage of or like making most of the circumstances I'm in is. Hey, you know what? I've got some time on my hands. I've got some books I want to read. So I'm going to do it, right? It's um it's doing something good and doing something that you want to do. Right? That's that's what's going to make the most of your circumstances and kind of keep you a bit happier, right? And I mean obviously there's other things that can definitely help you be happy, but but it's something where it's like, you know, you gotta, gotta do what you want to do. Um, and part of the reason why, I, like, it kind of bothers me when people say, oh, take this opportunity, is some people don't give you the opportunity, right? Um, like, yeah, I would love to just randomly jump into med school because I have a bunch of free time now. But I can't because it's in the middle of the semester or whatever it is, right? Um, but anyway, so, so for this week, for, for how I'm going to improve is I'm really gonna, gonna crack down. I, I made a joke to Douglas yesterday. I'm not quitting cold turkey. I'm starting hot turkey. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm really gonna just, I, I'm gonna go for it. I'm, I'm gonna do, do my workouts in the morning. Um, when I get home from walking, um, I'm gonna work out. Uh, until it's 6.30, just doing reps of um, 10, 10 push-ups and 10 sit-up sets, um, and as many as I can in, in whatever time I have, and then for 45 minutes each, I'm going to read two books that I want to read, and, and kind of learn from those and really dive into them. Um, I'm going to keep a journal next to me. I'm going to keep a highlighter next to me so that I can highlight things. I can make notes. I can do this and do that so that I, it really gets drilled into my brain. Um, and then I'm going to work on my budget, work on, um, my meal planning, work on grocery list and those sorts of things. And then going to go on my walk with Douglas at the end of the night. And honestly, getting to bed at a good time is something I've been really failing to do. So I've got a l big list of things. It's, I I said I would keep a note uh, notebook right next to me during this podcast, and I did, and I've written I've written these things down. So I'm gonna gonna definitely stick to them this week, um, and like I'll report on them as as the week goes by on Mental Monday and Weeding. Did you say <laughs> like with yeah. a W? Yeah, just because it was funny. <laughs> so weeding Wednesday, um, <laughs> and then and then physical Friday. I'm gonna definitely like keep up to date and say, hey, like I'm 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 on track. I'm doing my goals right. Like 
this is actually working for for me. And I'm not saying that starting hot turkey is going to work for every single person. Um, it's just like how quitting cold turkey doesn't work for every single person. Um, so, but that's what I've, I found that just like doing these small little things doesn't really work for me. I'm just like really going to throw into it and just like really work on it and make all these changes and kind of, kind of go from there. And I mean, hopefully it works out that it actually becomes hard to find an action item for next week. What about for you, Alex? What's what's your action item for for this week? And like, how do you make how do you take advantage of the circumstances you're in? So I think I have I have really good circumstances. I'm really fortunate. I'm at university. I'm surrounded by a bunch of fantastic people, um, and and something that I have been doing um, to take advantage of the circumstances I'm in is is using the knowledge and drawing on the knowledge of of the people and their talents who are around me um and i always try and make sure that i'm not taking advantage of them um but that i i'm you know drawing them in to things that i'm working on um i i talked to you this morning about a few podcasts that i've been working on um and that will be coming up in 2021 um and you'll be able to see how i drew on these uh, people with more expertise and influence than me. I'm really fortunate. Like I don't think, I don't think that I have uh, circumstances where I where I'm even capable of taking full advantage of it because uh, I I I view my life as you know I won the lottery. I can take more advantage of of my situations just by myself being more productive and and more efficient and taking more care in the things that I create. So I think that's a way that I can make more of my circumstances. But at the same time, I think I have such amazing circumstances. Um, and, and I fully acknowledge that, that I, I'm a lot better off than, than a lot of people. Um, maybe someday I'll, I'll tell a funny story about how I identified myself as middle class in a survey. Um, even though the questions, the way I was answering them, uh, the lady was probably confused, but that's a tangent. Um, what specifically I'm going to do to improve this week, I think is just put more effort into the things that I'm doing is to be more engaged. A couple weeks ago, I had a conversation with a friend, um, who, who, um, struggles with depression as well. I think you're hard pressed to find somebody who, who doesn't find it a challenge, um, but um, he he was telling me uh, about what he's done to get out of it and to get out of those funks that he was in. This week for me was really good because I had started implementing his advice. And I might have mentioned something about this last week. But what he said was that he allowed himself to be more engaged. Instead of being cynical about everything going on around him, he allowed himself to participate and to um, be engaged with the people around him. So I think this week, I'm just going to make myself more engaged with the things that are happening. I'm going to um, reply to emails more readily instead of putting it off um, because I tend to do that. And I think there's a healthy medium in doing that. Um, but I'm going to reply more readily. I'm going to 
um, share my thoughts more with people and ask them about their thoughts and and just be more engaged personally um, as well as with school. I think that's the biggest one where I need to improve. I think this week I'll focus on improving in school. Um, but one thing I want to share this and then and then you can do the outro, but I just want to share the rest of this quote here. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read the whole thing. I read part of it already, but I'll I'll read the whole thing. For just as in the case of an Aulis player, sculptor, and every expert, and in general with those who have a certain work or action, the relevant good and the doing of something well seem to reside in the work. So too the same might be held to, the, to be the case with a human being. If, in fact, there is a certain work that is a human being's. Are there then certain works and actions of a carpenter and shoemaker, but none of a human being? Would he, by contrast, be naturally without work? Or, just as there appears to be a certain work of the eye, hand, and foot, or, in fact, of each of the parts in general, so also might one posit a certain work of a human being apart from all these? So whatever then would this work be, for living appears to be something common even to plants, but what is peculiar to human beings is being sought. So that's what we're looking for. That's, that's the goal, is what is peculiar to human beings? What's special about us? And do we have some sort of purpose? Or is it just what we ascribe to ourselves and the world around us? That does it for this edition of The Old Goal of Truth. For next week, join us in studying Book 2 of Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics. In particular, you can join us on reddit.com slash r slash togotpod. That's T-O-G-O-T-P-O-D. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.